So, uh, welcome to another episode of Catch a Fly Back Home. Um, yeah, I will give a little update on my travel. So, um, you can see on my polar steps that I made it in my day four uh, already to Ukraine. So, I did actually already um, 1300 kilometers. So, I hitchhiked that and I made it. And I'm, I'm like Ned saying, I'm proud of myself, but I was a little bit skeptical. But actually, the highways are quite easy to do. So, it's an interesting um, achievement. Um, yeah, where am I now and where I've been? Uh, I think the first day I ended up in, in Dresden. It's a small city, city in uh, Germany. It's actually in East Germany, so you see a lot of the old Soviet uh, buildings everywhere. Um, I liked it, but um, yeah, I know Germany too much. Uh, to, 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 I've seen that too, too often, so it was not really special for me. Um, but I guess maybe um, the second city I was visiting and that was Krakow so on the second day I hitchhiked to Krakow and that actually was quite nice I liked that uh, Krakow was much more vibrant and yeah it was more alive uh, more tourists go there as well so <clears throat> a lot of people go there for cheap alcohol especially a lot of British go there um, but yeah, that was quite a nice city. I would recommend it to everyone. It's a, you, it's a big city, but it's not too big to um, to to visit. Um, I was staying with a couchsurfer. He was an Uber employee, and he worked there for a few years now. And he's heading back soon um, because he said in the winter you don't want to be in Krakow. It's just um, Polish uh, people. They still burn a lot of like bad um, coals so in the winter when they want to heat their houses the smog is insane so um, yeah probably it was not too big problem in the, in the past but now we have cars too many so probably that's one of the problems so Krakow is nice and it's what I've saw, seen on the road it's it's a it's a place where a lot of foreign companies are stationated like as well from the Netherlands but most ma mainly from Germany so, uh, I mean, you see companies like KPMG, uh, Heineken, everything is there. Uh, because it's just cheap labor. And I met a guy who was uh, working for Capgemini. It's a French IT consultancy company. And yeah, he told me that, you know, in the Netherlands, it's, it's really hard to get certain positions at certain places. But in Capgemini, in... In, in Poland you can actually get easy access to good positions straight away so he told me like if you want to make career don't stay in the Netherlands you go here and the the living standards are actually higher because it's way cheaper in Poland I think it's like a fourth of what you pay in the Netherlands for everything or maybe a half to like 25% so Somehow it's an interesting opportunity for more people. But yeah, what did I've seen? I've seen like, uh, you know, Poland is still like an old Soviet state, let's say. But in the, um, I mean, the late, I think from 30 years ago until now, they go through really big economic growth. So they have a bit, real big G GDP growth, even when the so-called crisis was in Western of Europe or Western they were still growing so basically this whole crisis thing was 
it's just based on speculations of um, yeah of big financial firms and I think J- J- Poland is mainly growing because of their um, what they do is they have a really they're pretty much dedicated to work so you can actually easily get there as a company to you know settle and people just do so they don't question so much and they just work really hard what is good for companies so but actually it's if, if I looked back to the Netherlands it's actually quite strange because all the jobs are moving like it's high quality jobs it's not like jobs for as a cleaner or something goes to Poland no it's like real jobs and the funny fact is that Polish people going everywhere they're in England they're in Netherlands they're in France so they get a lot of money from countries because they work build their houses here so it's of not here I'm now in Ukraine but in Poland so it's like they get double financed by a lot of foreign companies and a lot of by their own people who work abroad and it's not like India where they don't get paid well because in the Netherlands you get paid well really much so if people go from India for example to to um, to, to Arabic countries they get maybe maximum 300 euros a, a day but in the Netherlands you get paid if you work full-time maybe more than full-time you can make easily 2500 euros a month so if you say if you if you like convert that to Polish money it's a lot of money and you know people can live that on that money for easy like it doesn't make any sense and that's the whole question you know like everyone is saying like the Polish people work really hard they do work really hard but you have to know that they are earning a lot they earning way more than, than Dutch people do because they make double the amount of money if you convert it to their own currency so yeah it makes a lot of sense I guess but I don't want to get into this discussion it's not my piece of cake but it's definitely what I saw like Poland is developing pretty quickly and but for traveling I say it makes it much less interesting because the place is so looking like Germany right now you can see it on the streets it's like it's almost a copy and it's always been I mean the Polish people are kind of you won't you cannot say that but they are kind of have a similar mentality but the Dresden is of not Dresden, but Krakow has actually been uh, part of the um, Austrian Empire. So you can see that back in architecture. So it's like you are in Austria. Like they have really this elegant, yeah, pure, so to say, architecture in the in the in the tradi- like in the classical city. So yeah, you can see the influence of any time back into uh, the city. So, and the Soviet parts are, of course, not the most beautiful one, but they are also there. Um, so what did I do? I went hitchhiking from Poland. I, this, uh, this friend Sam, from, who worked at Uber, he actually invited me to a party. So we watched a football soccer game and Russia lost. What is quite sad for me because I'm going to Russia. So I was like, yeah, that would be fun to, um, to check out when they're playing or when they have the final or something it would be great but it didn't work out so we go um, so we have to do it without Russia without game but I don't really matter it it doesn't really matter for me so um, what I'm going to do now uh, actually what I did is is, is, uh, hitchhiking from uh, the place um, Kakao to uh, 
the place called where I am now, Lviv in Ukraine. It's like in the Western Ukraine, it's just at the border. And it, it really looks like Western Europe, uh, if you look to architecture. So it's really beautiful city. Um, it's a little bit big, but it's fine. But uh, the, the trip was quite hard because um, hitchhiking worked pretty well at a good spot. But the problem is with the border to Ukraine is that you exit the European Union. So, and you have to know that the people in Ukraine love bureaucracy on this point. So, you have to wait at least two hours at the border. But I was kind of lucky because um, it was funny because like a Polish woman with her mom and with her Chilean man picked me up and um, I had an interesting discussion with them about certain topics and then they said yeah I really want to help you like um, I think you won't get off this because I was dropped off at a really bad place and uh, like at a station not a station without a tank station so not so many people stopped there but luckily there was a bus like a uh, bus who were, was heading to Moldavia Moldavia is a, is, a, is a small country east of Ukraine and so they took me to um, actually uh, she asked me like she asked the driver like can, can you take this, this guy with you and I saw him looking he was looking at me like no this is not gonna happen but then I think she asked really politely, like, this is a good guy, la la la. And then eventually, like, it was really funny, it was an Italian driver. He said, like, come on, let's take him. And then we went, and then I went into the bus. So I had a free bus drive to Lviv, what is quite cool. So I had to wait a long time in the bus, and I was sitting with a lot of Moldavians who were watching really corny movies. It was like only about boats and naked women, so, and although the women were looking if it was just a normal, normal Monday, and it was Monday. But, um, yeah, it was kind of strange, but it was funny because those people, they, uh, I tried to, con like, a little bit, like, connect with them, and it, they all wish me, all the, the whole bus wished me luck when I uh, exit the bus because they knew I was going to Kyrgyzstan. So, somehow, somehow they, yeah, they, I get a little bit of respect from them or something. So they were quite happy and glad to have me in the bus. So it was quite cool. So um, then I got dropped off at Lviv. And I already noticed that I was in a whole different place. Like uh, Ukraine is, is not like anything like uh, Western Europe. It's, it's a whole different situation. It really reminded me in the first place of Georgia. It's um, yeah, a country who is a little bit more back in time, so to say. Um, but as well, quite modern in somehow, so it's in some, some way. So it's like a mix of everything. Um, but I entered this place and then another guy picked me up and he said like, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, 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 it was really hot, by the way, and a lot of trucks. It was a really nasty smell of that place. But then he told me like, um, yeah, you speak English? I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he was like around 43 or something and had his first child and told me that he was hitchhiking a lot when he was younger and that his friend opened like an academy or something of hitchhiking in Russia I would like to check that out because I didn't check it out yet but that was quite interesting 
so it was like people teaching about the art of hitchhiking and I mean actually to be honest I think it's a quite it's 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 you could do studies on hitchhiking I mean we do studies about everything but this is not something that I've seen so it's kind of funny to do like um, surveys or something and to check out what actually happens by hitchhiking or you can do a lot of studies on that but it's really fun so uh, this guy dropped me off at some traditional restaurant which was really nice had some good food but um, yeah and I had I did some couch surfing requests so uh, yes I'm staying with a couch surfer right now a little bit out of town but uh, we had a really good night yesterday just spent some time and um, I'm gonna camp I decided that so we're gonna camp tomorrow it's gonna be exciting uh, we're going to the mountains that's exactly what I needed just some adventure into you know walking exercising a little bit of here and there and um, you know cooking in nature I look really forward to it so let's see how it ends up or how it will work but I will keep you up to date and um, yeah I will send a picture of this place where I'm now like the, the view of the, the building it uh, probably seems a little bit like Soviet style but I have to say the neighborhood is really nice so um, yeah this was my I think third episode or third update of my journey so uh, let me know what you think of, of it and um, yeah let me if, um, yeah until the next episode I will check out what uh, will happen so um, have a good day and um, I will probably do an audio recording when I'm in maybe in the forest I think in the mountains I heard it's like two two thousand kilometers high walk so that's quite exciting cheers